Hi, I'm Austin Rude. And I'm Phil Rude, and we host The Picture Show with Austin and Phil Rude. Clever name. Each week, we watch a movie and bring our discussion to the mics. You can hear my opinions and Austin's wrong opinions about everything we watch. No, you're the wrong one. Get out. The Picture Show with Austin and Phil Rude. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. It's a current genetic year, and podcast hosts Chris, JL, and Sabrina are traveling in a spaceship borrowed from Elon Musk through an anomaly in space in search of their missing fourth host, Laura. They are traveling between different versions of Earth, inspired by pop culture, beamed through radio, TV, and internet waves from the original home planet Earth, now dubbed Earth X. To help them on their journey, the ship is equipped with three AIs. A navigation AI voiced by Sylvester Stallone, a maintenance AI voiced by Christopher Walken, and a kitchen AI voiced by Bruder. Sounds complicated? Sounds convoluted? Sounds awesome? It all slightly is. Join them on their journey as they learn pop culture history both true and made up. It's Podcast 42. I've assembled you all here today because we have a problem. Not a little problem, but kind of a major problem. Well, to be honest, you didn't really assemble us here today. You scheduled us today. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Right here. Right? Yeah. Right. I mean, we were here anyway. <laughs> when you schedule people, you can't really be all dramatic and say... I've assembled you all here today. So chill out, American Benedict Cumberbatch. All right, settle down, Pegwegs. It's all semantics. Regardless, we have a problem. Yeah, we do. I see you, Sabrina, and Elon Musk, but I don't see Laura. Where's Laura? Laura? You're filming me! (laughs) And she's missing! When did this happen? Oh, about three days ago. How can you be so calm? Because when I think of Laura, I laugh. I don't cry. I know she'd want it that way. Not only that, her and I knew the risks she was taking. Risks? What risks? Yeah, risks! What risks? I just asked that. And I double asked that. You can't double ask that. I can, and I did. Risks? What risks? See, I just triple asked it. Guys, guys, it's not the time for triple asking. Damn. He's right. We should have stopped it, too. Or one. So, Christopher Cross, what are the risks Laura took? Was it a new napping pillow? What's with these people? It's okay, Elon. It can go off the rails here sometimes, but eventually we'll get back on track. Uh, not really. Yeah, I lied. Not really. Maybe when you lay down your track... Try not ending it off a cliff. It's always a battle to bring our blue skies back. That was a reach there, Sledgehammer. I tried. What is Elon Musk doing here anyway? Doesn't he have some flamethrowers to sell? You've heard of SpaceX, right? 
uh, of course, who hasn't heard of SpaceX. It's Space Y and Space Z no one has heard of. Duh. Uh, yeah, that's because they don't exist. Psst. Yet. So, you see, Laura has been moonlighting as a test astronaut for SpaceX for about five years now. That would explain why she was always tired. Exactly. So about three days ago, SpaceX launched a routine rocket into space to test how far it could travel on a third tank full of fuel. Why? It was Laura's idea, actually. Yeah, she kind of hates stopping for gas and likes to push her gaslight mileage to the limit before filling it up. Interesting setup. Go on. So, anyway, something strange happened. Something really strange. Something we have never, ever seen before. Did it involve a Subway sandwich artist and a pack mule? No. Well, almost. Guys, please listen. This is really, really important. I don't know what crisis could be more important than when you get a Subway sandwich artist and a pack mule in the same room. Have you seen the carnage? Yeah, on the one Netflix documentary. Anyone else watch it? I have. I have not, nor do I understand what you people are talking about. I have a soft spot for pack mules. Let's get back to Laura, please. Yes, Laura. So, anyway, as the ship she was flying approached the moon... A large, glowing anomaly appeared before it. It was full of colors and sounded like the Bengals. The band, I take it. Not the football team? No, the football team. The 1982 Bengals, to be exact. Oh, okay, I can see that. They've had worse years. She got too close, and whammo, it sucked the spaceship right in. Oh, no! Wait a minute. Was it whammo, or more like... Clink-a-clunk. It was definitely whammo. I would think it would be more like trying to suck a cookie and cream milkshake through a straw. Yes. Actually, it was kind of like that, but it was a tough suck. That's what she said. It was almost (laughs) like when you get a chunk of cookie stuck in the straw, and you have to turn the straw over and suck the cookie out the other end, or else you won't get any more milkshake through the straw. I'm very familiar. The Oreo dam is what I call it. Basically, her ship was sucked through that anomaly and over an Oreo dam. Damn! Yes, that is what I said. No, I meant damn as in damn. Damn dams. So, is Laura okay? Is she alive? Is she hungry? Is she sleepy? Is she drinking sweet tea right now? We don't know. We don't... We don't know any of that. We have no way of communicating with her. One thing is for certain, she's probably hungry. That is true. I I actually agree with that one. It's got to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, besides her being hungry, we have scientists working around the clock on what this glowing thing actually is. And we have determined it is an alternate reality space portal. Ooh, that sounds fancy. Like when a restaurant has a dessert tray. It is fancy. I do like to point at my dessert before I eat it. What? Never mind. It's not that fancy. This is serious. Laura is trapped up there. Do we know anything about this portal? Yes. We know it's big. Okay. We know it's in space. Obviously. We know it glows. Like a light bulb. You are not really spitting out any new information here. And we know it takes you to alternate versions of Earth. Whoa! 
These Earths have the same shape and atmosphere of our Earth. So, like, uh, flat and smoggy. No! It was just a joke. But these Earths may not have the same land formations or even be called Earth. Well, that's confusing. How am I going to find my house on an alternate Earth? What if Google Maps isn't called Google Maps? It very well may not be. I figured Florida would be the same on every version. Florida is not the same on every version. How do you know any of this? Remember in Toy Story when the Green Army men used a baby monitor and a jump rope to spy on the birthday party to see what new toys Andy was getting? Are you saying that's what you did? Essentially, yes. Just way cooler. And just what made it way cooler. It cost a lot of money. What I don't understand is, you've had several ships blow up, and yet she was able to not only get far up in space on a third of a tank of gas, mind you, but make it through a multi-dimensional glowing anomaly. And not only that, you were able to send an upgraded baby monitor through the same anomaly to retrieve information? Yep. That's so cool. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it either. Not only have I bought it, I've had it gift-wrapped and sent with free shipping. What you don't understand is what we show the public and what we accomplish secretly are two very, very different things. Let me know if you ever want to see the real Tesla Cybertruck. It will blow your mind. So how do we get Laura back? Good question. And that's why I've assembled all of you here today. Make it sound like we are IKEA furniture. It'll probably be just as hard as assembling a cabinet from there. At least IKEA doesn't throw in a stolen child with their furniture. Listen, what I'm about to ask you may be hard. I'll do it. You don't even know what I'm about to ask. It doesn't matter. I'll do it. What if I asked you to jump naked into the Antarctic Ocean? Already done it once, and I'll do it again. What if I asked you to eat a bug? Black ants are the tastiest. Red ants need sriracha. What if I asked you to join me on a quest to rescue my wife by traveling in a specially designed SpaceX aircraft through an alternate dimensional anomaly? I ain't doing that. Why? Because it's dangerous and we may never come back? Or even worse, get killed? No! It's because I have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday. Plus, I'll miss the final season of The Expanse. And I'm already two seasons behind. You won't. We have TVs on the spaceships. You can get 96 cable stations, Hulu, Netflix, Disney+, HBO Max, and Shudder. You can broadcast TV that far? Yes. As a matter of fact... TV, radio, and internet waves have been traveling through space ever since we have been broadcasting them. We even think they may have influenced the culture on these alternate Earths. Really? So what you're saying is that we might have to travel to an alternative Earth influenced by, let's say, Pornhub? Exactly. Or even OnlyFans. I have an OnlyFans account. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't do nudity on it. It's just 300 pictures of me doing finger guns. Pew, pew, pew. How popular is that? Uh, pretty popular. I have almost 300,000 subscribers. Tell you what. Count me in. Where's the spaceship? And where's the Pornhub planet? We are not 100% sure what planet you will encounter, to be honest. It could be a planet of grandma's cross-stitching motivation sayings to hang on your wall. Count me out. Listen, before you bail on me, 
Elon was cool enough to allow me to make a few custom design choices for the spacecraft. I based it on some of my favorite spaceships. It has the body of the Orville, the cockpit and butt of the Millennium Falcon, and the thrusters of the Serenity. What? No Star Destroyer? I thought about it. We mashed them together to avoid copyright strikes. No Enterprise? I thought about that too, but we will be ripping off a lot of that franchise in other ways. I can see that. The ship has everything. Besides TV and internet, it has sleeping quarters up to eight, separate kitchen and dining areas, a small game room slash movie theater, a beer cooler, two and a half baths, a spacious cockpit, a fishbowl, a nap room, a podcast room, and three different AI programs for navigation, kitchen, and general ship maintenance. How could it have a spacious cockpit if it was modeled after the Millennium Falcon? Like I said, we had to change some things because of copyright infringement. Here's the best part, guys. I have the navigation AI sounding like Sylvester Stallone, and the maintenance AI sounding like Christopher Walken. What about the kitchen one? Bruder. What? Bruder. Seriously? Bruder? Yeah, but I had them speed him up a bit. Do you want to take a tour? It's parked outside. Plus, that's the only voice I can do. Yeah, I need to see this thing for myself before agreeing to anything. Here she is. How do you know it's a she? The ship doesn't know where she wants to eat. It just knows what it doesn't want to eat. Oh, that's sexist. Okay, ask it for yourself. Ask it what? Ask the ship where it wants to eat. The ship eats? Not technically. I I don't know what that means, and this sounds like a trap. I ain't doing that. I'll do it! Yeah, you would. I'm a glutton for punishment. What do I call the ship? Just call it ship, and the correct AI will respond. So I, uh, what? Just shout at it? We are still outside. You don't have to shout. Just talk normally. The ship has been encoded to recognize your bioscans. And you will have special communication devices to wear that you can talk to the ship from anywhere you are. See, I told you. Stolen ideas. Oh, I see. Why reinvent the wheel? Or in this case, the warp drive. Hashtag truth. Go ahead, JL. Ask the ship what it wants to eat. Okay. Hey, ship! What do you want to eat? Oh, I don't know. I guess I'm good with whatever. <laughs> Jeez, it really is Bruder. <laughs> yeah, Bruder was the kitchen AI, remember? <laughs> the ship said it was good with whatever, so uh, I don't understand this whole point. Try being more specific. Why don't you narrow down the food choice to something like tacos? My woman intuition tells me this is going to be bad. How? Everyone likes tacos. Ship, how about tacos? No, we just had tacos last week. I don't feel like tacos. I so relate to this ship right now. Try something else. Hmm. Hey, ship, what about burgers? Really? You know I don't like burgers. Since when do you not like burgers? I have never liked burgers. It's like you don't even know me. Well, to be honest, we kind of don't. I don't like burgers. What about Cuban? Uh, pasta? Olive Garden? I'm trying to watch my carbs. Gross. No. Oh, I feel ya. Carbs are the worst. Except at the end of the month. Right? Uh, Sabrina, you're not helping. Listen, the girl is trying to watch her carbs. I don't want to feel all bloated and tired. You know, it, it's weird 
thinking of the ship as a girl with the AI voice being Bruder. I didn't think of that till after I wrote this segment, so. Well, that's insensitive. Maybe the ship's pronouns are they and them. Maybe the ship's pronouns are it, it's. It's a hunk of metal and wires, after all. You, sir, are about to get canceled in the spaceship culture community. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. Okay, ship. What do you want to eat? Oh, I don't care. Pick whatever. Seriously? Yeah, I'm good with whatever. You are clearly not. Are you trying to start a fight? Just pick something and I'll order from Uber Eats. You tell them. Whose side are you on? The side of a hungry they-them. Chinese? No. German? No. Pollo Tropical? God, no. Salad? Oh, yes, girl. Perfect. I'll order. What do you want? Um... I don't know. I'm not in the mood for salad. Don't give me anything. I agree. Me neither. Let's just forget the whole thing. There's some old Ritz crackers in the pantry. I'll just suffer with that. Oh, good call. Got any cheese to go with that? Yeah, just an unopened can of Cheese Whiz from 1987. That'll work. That will not work. To tell you the truth, I wasn't hungry before, but now I'm starving. Oh, well, there are some Marie Claire's in the freezer. Have one of those. I don't want Marie Claire's. Hey, is there some of those ravioli ones? Yeah, several. I could be down for that. Why don't we board the spacecraft? You know, check out the inside and tour some of the different features. Although, Chris had me take out the 420 room for some reason. That usually comes standard on all SpaceX ships. Yeah, we don't really need that. I'm here if I have to ask the ship what it wants to eat again. All right, just ask the ship to open the door. Or wave your hand here. Uh, ship, open the door. That was rude. How about a little manners? You know, saying please would not hurt you. Oh, yeah. Sorry, ship. Could you please open the door? Thank you. See, that wasn't so hard. So, the first thing you will notice is the standard endless hallways that lead nowhere. This is perfect for walking to and from unknown places and having a serious conversation on whatever current situation is happening. Yeah, that's very handy. What if we need to be in a certain room for a certain scene? Well, you best be in that room already, because these hallways lead nowhere. That sounds confusing. It's not if you stick to the walk and talk rule. Walk and talk rule? Yes. Use these hallways to walk and discuss. Not walk to a destination. The walk to the destination hallways are on the other side of the ship. Where is the beer cooler? I was told that was something that was very important to you. Not only is it important to me, it's a staple of the show. It's right over there. It only has three kegs. How do I travel through space with only three kegs? One of those beer kegs is an endless supply of Cigar City's High Lie. Okay, go on. The other two can rotate different beers that will magically be beamed from Earth X. Wait a minute. What's Earth X? Ah, uh, yes. Earth X is what we are calling your original Earth homeworld. Otherwise, it might be confusing to you as you travel from alternate Earth to Earth. Just how does one beam beer through the anomaly to the ship? By science fiction magic, of course. Oh yeah, I should have known. Listen, don't ask questions I don't have the answer for. Is there a list? There is a strict 
don't ask, don't tell policy on things that don't make sense but are essential to the story and continuity. What's the big flashy computer thing in the corner here? That is where you will submit your ratings of the beer. The ratings will be sent back to EarthX for evaluation and analysis. We would like you three to rate the beers one through six. One being the worst, six being the best. Yeah, that would make sense to everyone in the world, except one lone Canadian in Kissimmee. Weird, because we base the rating system on a six-pack, since that is typically what beer is sold in. We thought it would be cute. This rating system sounds really familiar. Don't ask, don't tell. Already? We are not here to break new ground. Remember... This is science fiction, after all. But, to the beer cooler. Your first two rotating beers are White Elms, Sometimes You Don't, which is a milk stout with coconut, cow nibs, and milk chocolate, and Mispillion River Brewing's Threat Level Purple. I feel like you're taking my bit away from me. Well, I'm not, since you are the one doing my voice. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Moving on. Over here are the Sleeping Quarters. You will rarely use those. But if you do, you see they are pretty minimalist and nothing on the walls. They do come with a big window to see out of, like a cruise ship. Yes, you will be looking out into the vast, deep, dark, depressing void of space. Space has pretty stars. Those stars will be interesting for all about five minutes. And then you'll be bored of the view for the rest of your travels. It's mostly to give the illusion you are in space. To whoever may be watching. Yeah, but we're a podcast, so they already have to use their imagination that we're in space anyway. Not my problem. You will also see the room has a bed, a bookshelf, a desk, and some realistic-looking computers on the wall. Realistic-looking? Yeah, they don't really do anything. They just blink. Standard science fiction blinking. Oh, a la nod to Airplane the movie. Exactly. However, the bed is a sleep number bed, so that's nice. Heated blanket, too. Oh, that is nice. I've never had an angry blanket before. What? Nothing, nothing. Just just out of curiosity. Why does the desk have nothing on it? Have you ever seen a desk with anything on it in a science fiction movie or TV show? You got me there, not really. There you go. The top of the desk is the computer, so make sure you don't put your drinks on it or anything else for that matter. The touchscreen is sensitive, and if you spill any liquid on it... You could crash the whole ship. Seriously? No, but yes. There are no bathrooms in here. Have you seen bathrooms in space? Yeah, on the Mandalorian. Right. Well, now thanks to that show, we had to install bathrooms on the ship. They are down the hall, standard bathroom, sink, human toilet, alien toilet, shower, tub, medicine cabinet. Um, what's what's an alien toilet? It's a toilet for aliens. The description is in the title. Duh. No, I mean, I get that, but why do we need it? What if hostile aliens try to board and take over your ship? Do you want them to just poop on the floor? I think not. If uh, hostile aliens board and take over the ship, I just may end up pooping on the floor myself. You had better not. This is a lease. Oh. It needs to come back clean and under the allotted miles. How much are the allotted miles? A hundred gajillion astronomical miles. That seems like a lot. It's not, actually. Well, it seems like a lot. It's not. I understand that it's not, but it seems like a lot. We get it. But it's not. Why don't we check out the podcast room? Does it beam the show all the way back to Earth X? 
Not only does it do that, but think of the podcast room as your version of a holodeck. If you need to do just a regular old podcast, this is the room you'll do it in. You can simulate being anywhere and also simulate anyone. So what you're saying is I can come in here and simulate myself and the Ultimate Warrior as tag team partners? Yes. And uh, I can simulate myself as the CEO of Little Debbie. The snack cake company? Yeah. If that's as wild as your dreams go, sure. Yeah, that's pretty much my pinnacle. Can I simulate myself as the star of Broadway's Mean Girls? Yes. Wicked? Yes. Cats? No. Why not? That was actually my request. Uh, I had cats stricken from the computer's archive. Well, that's a bummer. You can do Broadway's version of Carrie, Escape to Margaritaville, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Those are all still in there. Well, that's a relief. What if cats is in my memory? Memory. And it needs to stay there. Unless you're doing the butthole version. (laughs) Well, (laughs) over here is the game room and movie theater where you can have no buttholes. It's got a Switch and a PlayStation 25. Over there is where you can view movies and eat popcorn. PlayStation 25? Aren't we only up to five? No, that's silly. They may have only released five, but they have up to 35 versions already designed. So why don't we have the latest one? Why do we only have PlayStation 25? The ship does have a weight limit. Oh, God! If you notice, the 25 is the size of a refrigerator. What size are the games? The size of a dime. They also look like one, too. So be careful and don't accidentally mix them up. Also, those games are mine, so don't trade them in at GameStop. What happened to the Xbox? Why don't we have a fancy version of that? Microsoft eventually goes out of business. So, no sense getting future versions of it since there is no tech support. You said don't trade them in at GameStop. So there are GameStops on these alternate Earths. Yes, on all of them. But be careful. Some of them don't sell video games. Wait a minute, what do they sell then? Lions. We should view the cockpit and then send you guys on your way. Okay, but I haven't agreed to go yet. I'm not sure I want to take all that time away from my wife and kid. Tara said by all means go. Plus, we just bring you back to this time no matter how long you are gone. You can do that? Yeah, it will be like you were never gone. Even if we are gone like 25 years? It will only feel like five minutes on Earth X. That's the beauty of science fiction. Seems like a cop-out. It does, doesn't it? See there, JL Van Hagar? It's like the best of both worlds. Plus, I really need your help. Okay, sure. But what is my job on this ship? Besides, I'm not doing it if I get a sucky job. When we go to the cockpit, the computer will tell us your jobs. It's right over here behind this door. The ship seems so compact. Like, we can go get to everything in a matter of seconds. If this was a TV show, it would take longer. We would walk down one of those endless cookie-cutter hallways, but since it's audio only... It takes a lot less. I see. Okay. As you walk through the door, the AI will announce your title. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm so excited. I have a feeling Chris screwed me. I did not screw you. A person who just screwed someone would say they didn't screw someone. I swear, I didn't screw you. Sure. Chris, you go first. Uh, welcome to the bridge, Chris. Uh, you're the captain. Oh, I see how you are. Way to go, making yourself captain. Jail, I promise I didn't screw you. Please just trust me. 
Don't worry, JL. This is going to be exciting no matter what. Uh-huh. All right, JL. You are next. Uh, welcome to uh, you're the pilot. You didn't screw me! That's awesome! I told you so, my little doubting Thomas. Who's Thomas? The co-pilot? I'm the first pilot, right? JL, you're the only pilot besides, like, the autopilot. Cool. I'm going to look and touch all the buttons. Okay, Sabrina. You are next. I wonder what cool job I'll get. Like, communications officer, science officer, engineer, medical officer. Well, step through the door and find out. Hello, Sabrina. You're the chief dietitian officer. Oh, that's a fancy title. But doesn't the kitchen AI handle the food? Yeah. So what do I do then? <laughs> you better think fast. You, uh, um, you, you, Sabrina, you have an important job. You are in charge of the food that the AI can't handle. I can handle all the food. There's nothing I can't make. That's pretty rude to think that the brooder AI could not handle the task. I really, you if you ask me to buy the coordinates and then consult Google Maps. Great. I have a feeling I will now have three bots yelling at me this whole entire trip. Uh, who do you call a bot? I'm not a bot. I'm a highly advanced piece of artificial intelligence. I'm okay with the term bot. My dad was a bot. His dad was a bot. Etc, etc, etc. Alright, alright, simmer down. Sabrina's job is just to make sure that we're not just eating cookies the entire trip. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Does it, though? You're not helping. Do I ever? Yeah, good point. Can I put in for a transfer? Yes, you can. You put in transfers through me. Can I transfer? After your 90 days is up. <laughs> I see what you did there. Shh. No, that's okay, JL. In 90 days, I can get a new job. <laughs> there are no 90 days. JL! <laughs> you see, we started leave at the same moment in time. Give or take <laughs> five minutes! <laughs> well, then I'm going to take it up with the union. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to transfer in 90 days. <laughs> They'll just fire me from that job and get me someplace else. Mm. All right. Looks like you three are all set. I'm leaving everything in your hands. The first destination is already loaded into the computer. Good luck. Thanks, Elon. We will take good care of this ship. You better. It only costs 90 billion to make, and you declined the insurance. Do you think that was smart? Listen, the insurance was like a million. I'll just use my own insurance company if anything goes wrong. I know a guy in Brooklyn that can bang out any dents if we hit something. Don't use that guy. He's a hack. I'm out of here. Good luck and Godspeed. Bye, Elon Musk. <laughs> now that he's gone, we can totally use that guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, JL, let's start this thing up. <laughs> you need a better catchphrase. All the great captains have a catchphrase. Okay, how about, uh, let's get out of here and don't hit those trees to our left. You still need to work on that. Computer, where are we going? What? Did anyone under 
understand that? Yeah, that didn't help. Uh, maintenance computer, can you translate? I cannot. I speak 76 million different recorded languages throughout the known galaxies. And I do not recognize that one. Uh, it's really easy. Uh, listen to me. I start with I have for Planet Tiberius. Uh-huh. Planet Garble, Garble, Garble it is. Wow, this is exciting. According to my monitor, it looks like the Planet Tiberius. Yeah, what I said. The Planet Tiberius. Maybe we should have picked a different voice for the navigation computer. Yeah, I think maybe one we can understand. Oh, I can understand it. I am fluent in Stallone after all. Well, then I guess it's a good thing you're the pilot. And it's a good thing I'm the dietitian. Right. Right. I don't know. Let's go. <laughs> you need to work on that. Punch it, JL. How about gung? How about no? That's the stupidest catchphrase. <laughs> I like it! <laughs> you would, flip-flop. <sighs> How about I recommend cheese sandwiches the whole trip to the AI? Would you boys like that? You better start being nice. Great. If you do that, the ship will be constantly be full of farts since we're all lactose intolerant. And so, three brave but easily squirreled podcasters left the planet to rescue another podcaster who likes to sleep and watch Doctor Who. Their destination? An unknown space anomaly. But the real takeaway from all of this bravery and innovation is, I have passed Jeff Bezos as the richest man on Earth X. And also, we at Tesla also make solar energy and internet services. Regardless, we wish these three luck as they travel to the far reaches of who knows where. To discover who knows what, and maybe, just maybe, they can put out more than one episode a month. Godspeed, Podcast 42. Godspeed. Is my microphone off? It is? Are you sure? Okay. Call me if the ship blows up before leaving the atmosphere. Otherwise, I'm off to hang with my buddy Rogan. Not all conversations or events are 100% accurate. As if you didn't figure that out already. Some things are changed or added, or even deleted for the sake of attempted comedy. All sources are never verified, and all information is subject to being slightly sketchy. In other words, we are just having some fun. Thank you for listening. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com. Do you like comedy? What about movies? 
Pop culture. Do you like animals? What about science? Do you dig plants? What about writing, snacks, rambling, and rants? Filmmaking, improv, and interviews, Canadians, Australians, boating forecasts, and super reviews, ladies, gentlemen, cretins, or comic books, script reads, bad TV, hits that shut perfectly, big packages popping up, podcasts pointing people to discover other podcasts. Fantastic. Check out the Podfix Network, podfixnetwork.com. At Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on the gram. Plus, check out Podfix Presents, wherever fine podcasts are found. The Podfix Network, artist owned, 